Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the, na- is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior. Uh, it is tradition that uh, we include the uh, Paul procession reading and then uh, have a longer uh, reading for the Passion, the, the Passion reading from Luke. Um, like it or not, I'm going to spare you from that this morning, uh, and we'll pick that up on Good Friday um, at our service then. Uh, I invite you to our service on Thursday and Good Friday, and then one of our two services next Easter. This is the holiest of weeks for us Christians, and for good reason. And we hear that all this kicked off so many years ago, with Jesus coming into Jerusalem, finally. And uh, as Luke tells it, he rode in on a colt that the disciples went out and got for him. Now, it's this crazy turn of events, right, where uh, Jesus comes, people shouting and cutting down palm branches to wave in his honor. They saw his magnificence, the prominence that he had all throughout Judea and Galilee when he taught, when he healed, when he did so many things for years in the name of God, clearly establishing that he was indeed the Messiah, the one promised to them, the one that they hoped for. And so he was received with great joy. And we see that he kind of knew what was going uh, going on. from the text when he says uh, he sends the disciples into the village and it says as you enter it you will find a colt there and then um, untie it and bring it here and if anyone asks you why are you untying it just say this the Lord needs it and sure enough somebody asked them why are you doing this and they say the Lord needs it he saw what was going to happen Jesus knew what was up. He knew what was going to happen in his entry into Jerusalem. He knew that he was going to enter on an animal as though he were indeed the promised king, the promised Messiah that they expected. He knew that there would be great celebration, and so he would ride in with a degree of royalty, if you will. And presumably from that, we can discern that he would knew the things that were going to happen next. He knew that he would be challenging the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the temple priests and the scribes in the city of Jerusalem. He knew that he would be whipping people out of the temple and throwing over tables and all that fun scene, you know, that we get from his last week in Jerusalem. He knew that he would be betrayed. He knew that he would be delivered into the hands of the temple guard, and then they would hand him over to Pontius Pilate, and that the crowds would, who had adorned his entry into Jerusalem and praised so much would eventually turn on him and shout for his death. Shout for his death as a heretic, 
uh, kind of set against their own religious leaders in Jerusalem. And he did all this because he knew that he would descend to dead, into the dead. He would descend to hell. But then, but then he would rise again. Rise again for all of us so that he might welcome us all into that resurrection moment. Now, uh, this Palm Sunday, I am struck once again by how much Jesus' life and ministry is confounding. Confounding in the sense that he entered Jerusalem in a way that we might expect. The King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, Lord of Lords, right? We expect him to ride in with this grand processional uh, parade, if you will. So important that we still buy and wave palms to this day in places like Ronan, Montana, right? Because we remember that moment of royalty. And yet everything the people waving those palms thought he was going to do, he didn't do. And everything he did, they could never have expected. They would not expect their king to lay down and die. They would not expect their king's, king to fold over, to be betrayed by Judas in the way that he was. They could never have foreseen the, his descent into hell and his resurrection from the dead. It was a miracle that had never been done before, much less by the Son of God. That's not what kings do, right? And yet, I saw I tweeted, I think it was yesterday, words that I really like. This Palm Sunday, we remember as well that Jesus came not to wage war, but to wage peace. Not to inflict suffering on others, but to take on that suffering himself. He came to be everything different than we would expect of the anointed King of God. And this is hard for people to wrap their heads around, both then and now. If he really were a king, would he not do what kings do? If he really were this anointed royalty of God, would he not look like it in ways that we can expect, ways that we can recognize and discern? These questions persist to this day. God constantly, especially God in Jesus Christ, is moving in ways that are beyond our limited imagination. We can only see in retrospect often and are hard for us to grasp in the moment. Things that we thought were the way of God often prove to be otherwise. In ways that are actually the way of God, we cannot recognize until after the fact. Moments in life when we're confounded by what the heck is happening. Where is God in us? We can look back and see that God was with us all along. And oftentimes when we think, oh, surely this is the way of God. God is with me. God, the winds of the Holy Spirit are at the back, at my back with everything that I am doing. Later, we're like, what the heck was I thinking? I was totally going the wrong way on that one. And we see this example of life and faith and mystery and being confounded constantly played out 100% in the Palm Sunday processional experience. When Jesus comes into Jerusalem, the city of God, the Mount 
of Zion. He comes as a king, yet there's nothing kingly about him. He was poor. He was homeless. He was not royalty. Though we believe he was born in Bethlehem, he was raised in Nazareth, a backwater hick town in Galilee, right? Country boy. And he spent years wandering, not as this royal entourage, right? This is this homeless vagabond begging for food and money with his disciples in tow. <coughs> his kingship was like none other that the world had ever seen. But this week, this holy week, we recognize that the fact that his kingship was so different than every other's is good news, not bad. He didn't come to create some sort of Christian empire. He didn't come to stare down the Roman soldiers, to take them on. He didn't come in ways that many of us would, where we came. He came in ways that only God could, and only God would. He came from the heights of heaven to enter Jerusalem with this holy procession only to have it turn out very differently than pretty much everybody expected. We rejoice this day, for we remember that he came not to reign, not to conquer, not to dominate, but instead to wage peace, instead to suffer for all of our sakes, instead to endure everything that the world could throw at him, so that he could redeem the whole world together. In that one week, that one instant. One powerful, most holy of weeks. So we enter Holy Week together again this Sunday, proceeding together with Jesus as our King, knowing that his kingship means that he will be totally different than all other royalty. For he's, he will suffer in order that he can save. He will die in order that he can live again. And he will rise to new life in order that he can bring resurrection to all for all time. May we have a blessed Holy Week. May God... <clears throat> Forgetting my words here. Thank you. May God bless you as we enter this week together. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.